kids Come join us at the corner Of the round table G'day, welcome to another episode of the TCRN. I'm here with Corbs, Dano's away on uh, personal leave. Dano's going through a bit of stuff with his family at the moment and we wish them all the best, sending a lot of love to the Wakeham's. He's a great man from a great family and yeah, we love him. We love you, Dano. Mate, what's, uh, what's been happening? I, we saw each other on uh, Saturday for a first-year-old's birthday party. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Good to catch up with a lot of people we haven't seen in a while, you know? A lot of dads. Yeah. A lot of faces we haven't seen. Yeah, a lot of dads these days. A lot of dads. A lot of dad dicks. A lot of dad dicks getting around. Yeah. Dude, how much did you, has yours grown? In Not... Because how old's Nash now? Like a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, just over. Like, he's probably like 20 months or something, you know? He's, how many inches do you gain in 20 months? I don't think uh, you get much in the length. But you you get a little bit in the girth. Yeah, I, I keep telling myself that anyway, and that's oh, just me yeah. comparing mine to his. You know. Yeah, well, I remember seeing my um, granddad's dick when I was younger. It looked like one of those fucking Devon um, sausages. One of those small, thick. Um, you know the Devon the, the chipolatas. Nah, sort of? like a fucking like a full um, tube of Devon that you'd cut off and oh. put on a sandwich. Oh yeah, like the um the fake ham sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 What did he? Because because he had what? Well, he had one kid, my dad, and then my dad had five kids. So there, all of that goes oh. onto my granddad's dick, yeah, yeah, and makes it girthier, even for sure. thicker. Yeah, he would have been struggling and to pull his pants on. Yeah, oh, he had all sorts of issues. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just what happens. Yeah, actually, I actually haven't um, I haven't gone to the DT stage yet. You know. Yeah. But that, that'll be coming sometime soon, you know? Well, you can now. Yeah, I, well, you know. Soon. As soon as I've got that girth. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the girth grows a little bit more each year as well. Yeah. Just till you're left with just like this fat Coke can. Yeah. Still short, but. Well, yeah, you know, it's fine. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it is about the girth. Yeah. And you're a dad, so you don't care. Exactly. But, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know that. It was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty fun going to those first birthdays. I find it's good for catches because you don't see everyone there for, like, some of them you don't see for a lot of the year, you know? Yeah. That's the only times you see them. Yeah. I, um, some of the kids had a plane get stuck in a tree. It was like that. a, it was like a foam sort of. Not those vortex. Plane. No, nah, it was like an actual plane, like a big one. Probably like three foot long or something. And I got stuck in this tree and we were trying to get it down. Darcy was like broke a tr- giant tree branch off, and I was throwing my Crocs at it. Of course, he broke it off. And then I was so I was throwing my Crocs at it to get it out of the tree, and I was throwing them pretty hard, and I hit it, and it com- and it the plane just obliterated. It broke the plane. Smashed it. Smashed the plane. Smashed, smashed the, it in smashed, half. Smashed the kids' dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went from hero to villain really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> What made it worse that you punched and spat on the kid as well? <laughs> yeah, well, he's, ta- he's fucking having a crack at me. Crack. I'm trying to help him out. Yeah. Oh, well. But no, it's good. It's fun playing with kids. I find it like a little bit, um, 
you bit like, oh, fuck, you know, there's so much energy you have, you have to put into it at first. But then it's kind of fun, you know. And, th- and they're at that good age there because, like, I don't think any of the kids there were really older than two or three. Yeah. That it, or, yeah, that it's, it's pretty sporadic, you know. That it's, I, I literally got to speak to someone every time for, like, no longer than probably 30 seconds to a minute till I had to bolt and run after Nash. Yeah. Do you know what I find daunting about um, those things? Is or even just like maybe parties in general, is when you rock up and say there's like twenty or thirty people there and you know everyone, it's getting around and doing like a intro, like a hello to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like you almost got to spread it out over the whole entire time that you're there, and then you, like I'll get like to you know, twenty minutes into being there and I've only spoken to like three or four people. And I'm looking around and people catching eyes and stuff, and they're like, "Oh," is, and people, I'm like, "Oh, is that is that person thinking? If, am I going to come and say hello?" Or, <laughs> yeah. and then you might get to the end, and there's, there's a few people you haven't even said hello to, and then you got to quickly go over and, and give them a high bye. That that exact thing happened. Oh, we were only there for like an hour and a half till it started raining. Like yeah, that was, yeah. It's, it felt like longer, but yeah, yeah, I definitely missed out and saying good day to a lot of people. Do you think you should just get to those things and then just walk around and just quickly do a quick? handshake to everybody in the whole entire party and then start with your chit chat i don't know it's it's a hard one if that was some of the people that we hadn't seen in a while and i was that you know they're like what have you been up to and you're like oh well nothing been bit by a dog and done nothing (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah nah well yeah you give it oh i've had tons of shit happen but i've got to get around and say hello to everybody first i'll be right back mate (laughs) yeah i know it's a weird one isn't it yeah but it was good it was good catching up Happy birthday, Noah. Yeah, happy birthday. Little bloody baby Barnes. He looks a lot like Barnes, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, just just, just Barnes, just smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, a bit's been happening. Hasn't it? Uh, Explosive stuff. Yeah, probably the biggest is biggest news to uh, grace us this week is Eddie Jones. Getting the coaching role. It's a big bombshell. Somewhat of a coup. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know, how did they, like, how did, do you know how it came about? I don't know how it came about as far as, like, um, I, I, all I know is I read an article not that long ago, only a couple of weeks ago, that uh, they asked Rennie if Eddie Jones would be the assistant coach with him for the World Cup. And Rennie's like, nah, that's, like, that's not going to happen. You know, um, I'm not going to be an assistant coach to someone either, you know. And then <laughs> I reckon that was under two weeks ago. It m- might have been just a week ago. And then like, I woke up to that news and I, I was I was shocked because I, I like Dave Rennie and a lot of people will go against that and be like, no, nah, he hasn't performed well with that 33% or whatever it is winning um, the strike, you know, record. But he had... Like, he had shit to deal with as far as, you know, injuries and everything. And then they just... He was a Kiwi, right? Yeah, Kiwi. We've had a few Kiwis. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of blasphemy as well. But um, I thought he was doing good things. He, he was chopping changing the team a lot, which was a bit frustrating. But, um, yeah, he had to deal with so many injuries and, like, deal with it through the COVID period. And, like, I don't know. We versed the All Blacks a lot of times um, in that period you know so it was, it was a bit i don't know i think that 33 percent can be like winning record can be um can't be judged too harshly but i think it was, it's pretty shocking how like how they've 
let him go immediately and got Eddie Jones in straight away. And like, obviously, it's it's great we got Eddie, and I'm pretty stoked about it. But well, apparently, um, after England beat us two one in that series last year, uh, Eddie was invited to McLennan's home in uh, Northern Sydney, and he was joined by Phil War, and McLennan's wife cooked him a Portuguese chicken with salad. Oh, that says and, something. Uh, and McLennan's wife is, is Portuguese. Oh, you know it'd be good then. Yeah, it'd be like Nando's quality. It'd be proper. So the deal was probably done then, and that was after England came over and I guess pumped us in that series, England, even though we in, won that first game. England pumped us for years while Eddie was at the helm. Yeah. Like, pumped us. And he's and he's been king of the traders, for sure. He's the king trader. Like, there is no bigger trader in sport and Eddie Jones. One thing like that was funny about that is the ARU dropped Eddie like a sack of shit as well, but when they let go of him as well, because he wasn't performing at the end, you know? Yeah. Um, but they dropped him in it. I thought it was a, like a bit rough when they dropped him, you know? But now they've like welcomed him, welcomed him back with open arms and everyone's, you know, rejoicing sort of thing. I just, I don't know how it's, how it's going down. I don't know. It's really weird. I think it's great, man, because he is without a doubt the best coach in rugby. I I guess at, at the moment I'd say definitely, but I reckon ever. He's one of them. I reckon def I reckon I would say ever. Yeah, He's the that? best coach ever. There's a there's a few that are um that come to mind. There's you know, Queen and a few others, but Do you and, know what and I, a couple of the all blacks coaches, but they've been gifted. Yeah. They're gifted. No, I, lo- I love it how when he gets called like a traitor and stuff by Aussies, he comes up and he's ready to like punch on with them and stuff like that. And it, mate, that's You've that's what he's videos. like. He's yeah. like, that's why <laughs> he's a weird little old man, and he's just ready to fucking and go toe to toe. And that's why um, that's a good thing about him coming back as well because he's really harsh with like um the politics of rugby as well. Like that's when he was in uh, at the helm of the Wallabies last time. There was a lot of that as well, which I really liked. Like, so mm. he would be, he'd speak up about the like the bullshit, you know. And even against the media, he sort of either gave him nothing or um, not gave him nothing, but like he'd backfired him a lot. And, and and I I loved it because like other coaches would be like, oh, you know. And same with he'd call out bullshit within the country within selection stuff. And he's going to ruffle feathers, like yeah, which good. is good, which is what we need because there's we so much bullshit him. there. Mate. We need like, him. I just love how fired up he'd get. About being called a traitor by an Australian yeah. fan. Trying to fight something. Well, that's Suncorp as well. Yeah, it? he's trying to, he's fully like trying to fight <laughs> it. That same guy went around. Did you see? Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Same guy went around to where he was walking out and did it again. Yeah. Tra- traitor. Yeah. And, and, he, and he tried to go him again. <laughs> he's like, you again. I oh, know, it's so good. But you got to respect that from Eddie though. Like it, it pisses him off that much. He's, he's willing to like go to, go to fucking punter. Yeah. Got to respect that lazy, crazy eye. <laughs> yeah but dude he's like he he is the best i reckon to ever do it like he's what do you do he's got so that that japan team that he went and coached oh yeah and he beat south africa with them yeah that was fucking crazy yeah, he's got a great record yeah and then he's what is it he took south africa to win that world cup when was that well I was he remember. i don't know if he was head coach and was he was the assistant coach i thought he was a head coach that was the last World Cup. The last World Cup, he would have been with England. And that's when South Africa won. No, he was coaching South Africa for one, wasn't he? Oh, now I'm not 
sure. But it is but even even what he's done, even what he did with England. Yeah, that was silly. They they went back to back and smashed us in those series, like embarrassed us. Yeah. Um I just like the style of rugby. He 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 changed he made England a bit more of an exciting team as well, you know? He did a lot of backline plays in that where they were predominantly and they still are predominantly, you know, um just those structure plays in the set plays where they just kick for line out, go for uh, field advantage, then hope to get a scrum or a line out. And they just they, they do that slow, picky, sort of boring game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he brought a bit of flair to him as well, um, which I think he's going to do with the Australian rugby as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to have him back for sure. It's yeah. just I do feel real sorry for Rennie because it seems very harsh leading into a World Cup to drop the head coach. That's what New Zealand are bat- battling with because the New Zealand coach at the moment is rubbish. Like, there's no way to sort of go around it. Like, this is their worst strike record, I think, in their history. And, yeah. and, and and the big, like, argument over there is, well, do we, we can't drop him because it's so close to the World Cup. But they de- yeah. they definitely can. And this has proven that you can, you know? Um, yeah, 100%. Anyways, I, I it, it makes it thing, so exciting. It's but the best thing that could happen to us. I've, I've had time to think about it. I, I hope, really think it is. I hope he um, sticks with some of the structures that like, Rennie's put in place with developing some of these young players. I'm sure he will. Like he, you know, He's done an idiot, but Rennie's put a lot of time work into some of these um, up-and-comers, com- like young yeah. guns. And I just hope he sticks with some of them because they're, they're starting to really prove themselves in a world of his jumper. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm ready to back whatever he's done. I know. But no, sorry, you're right. He um he didn't coach the Springboks. He was a consultant to, yeah, there you the, go. to the to the coach there you when go. they won in That's 2007. Huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's just an assistant coach, really. Yeah. He yeah, man. I, like we're in the best hands. I'm sure of it. God, I'm excited for the World Cup. I know it's in September, but bloody watching 90% of the games, I reckon. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely love it. I even, yeah, I even not, love watching the four teams play. I love it. It's my favorite event ever. I love any Rugby sort of any sort of World Cup. They're all good. They're all good. Yeah. They are good, aren't they? Yeah. The, I think the Rugby World Cup is a standout for me as far as the best competition there is in the world. That's for me, but because I love rugby, but yeah, it's just the best. You'd be around it too. It's like ever since it's ever since we were we lads. Yeah, I love it. it I think it's the best for me. It's the best World Cup. It's the best. The, I mean, the soccer one's good. Soccer one's awesome. Like it, you know, we're not diehard soccer fans, but no, can most get people still it. get around it. Yeah, yeah, but definitely rugby union. Ooh. It's the best. So yeah, huge, huge news. Yeah, what? Uh, uh, in other news, you were telling me there's a update on the Andrew Tate situation. Oh, yeah. Here we go. What have you got? We, we were just um, having a quick look before the potty because we were sort of laughing about Andrew Tate and that. And then um, I, th- I thought I'd have a quick look at what he's doing. Um, so they've just seized, the Romanian authorities have seized um, over $5 million US um, in assets from Andrew Tate in this human trafficking case. Um, and I've got what their uh, argument in the trafficking case is, which is pretty interesting. Five million in assets over, yeah, over wonder, five million. I wonder what it means to that he those he was doing with those assets to seize them. Yeah, well, the, I don't know why they've seized. Well, I don't know. I don't know. 
Does that mean he it's was crazy, but. that was assets he was using in the trafficking? What? Yeah, that that is profited from from the trafficking. Maybe pretty wild. Um, work that out already. Here we go. So the authorities allege that two of the two of the suspects, which is Tate, obviously, and his brother, I think, yep. misled the victims into believing that they intended to enter a marriage um, relationship while transporting victims to Romania and later sexually exploiting them with physical violence and coercion. Um, and then and they've also claimed that one of the suspects raped a victim on two separate occasions in March 22. Um, at least six victims were allegedly sexually exploited by the organised criminal group. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So, so what they were telling women from like Eastern Europe or whatever, that they were going to marry them to get yeah. them to come and then just be like, Sex. Offload him into, it sounds like, like a, a sex trade, I guess, in Romania, which is pretty... Um, well, if that's all true, they sound like complete pieces of shit, which we kind of like, which he obviously was. You know? It's not hard to see that those blokes are pieces of shit from all those videos and stuff that they put online. Mate, there's, there's so much it's wild stuff if they're on. doing. It's wild if they're doing that stuff, though. It's so fucking wild if they're doing all that stuff and then they're How much having is in the these, spotlight? Like, yeah, like yeah. having these fucking so, social media identities and stuff the, like that. Remember we were speaking about... Um, Especially the shit that he carries on with, too. Yeah, it's, he, he like openly talks about, you know, his disrespect for women and stuff and then yeah. this happens. Yeah. I know, it's all, it's all very weird. We'll see what that's, happens, that's I guess. That's like fucking madness. Like what? Like oh my god! Like they—they clearly like. I mean, it's the for him to go down for stuff like that. It's just—it makes so much sense considering everything he's been saying. I just read before an interesting thing that like his TikTok before it got taken down as well. Some of the videos had over like thirty billion views. Thirty. Thirty billion. Thirty billion. No way. Surely that's not right. You reckon? Is that? That's how many people watch the World Cup final. Here we go. That's a, that's almost how many people watched Argentina versus France. Um, Surely not. That's got to be. I don't think it any has anything ever had that many views. I don't even think that. That's definitely the billion. I just I'm just trying to find that exact. I don't even think that He Man video, that remix of He Man, and that song. video has had that many views oh sorry before it was taken down his tiktok count racked up over 11.6 billion sorry i was way out but oh in total yeah yeah over god that is fucking that's still a, a lot that's still a lot of views how many of them do you reckon are like come from the regions of like india and pakistan oh, i'm not sure <laughs> Possibly like, a, I don't know, the Middle East Maybe and stuff. Maybe like a 
11.5 billion views. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a fair few Romanians in there as well. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking. There's a lot of people jumping. I wouldn't point the stick at the Romanians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I take that back, actually. <laughs> Find ourselves in a predicament. Good people. Misunderstood people, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I with think loose Dracula ga- like Dracula gave them all a bad name. Yeah, was he Romanian? Uh, he Pens- yes. I thought he was Pennsylvanian. Yeah, yeah, Vlad the Impala. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Pennsylvanian? Yeah, right. yeah, that was just a... Transylvania is oh. a place in Romania. Oh, there you go. But Here Pens- I am Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is like in the US, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's US Dracula. I think Pennsylvania is like a like a um, industrial city in the US, isn't it? Well, I just thought I'm it was sure a like real and Dra- Draculian city, you know? Yeah, well, Lots it, of castles. it sounds a lot like it. <laughs> really dark, <laughs> misty. The castle, the Pennsylvanian castle, is is a giant like um, factory. I think with like st- with a p- bunch of pipes and steam coming out of the top. There we go. A different kind of vampire, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. But yeah, I don't know. The Romanians got a bad name. The Romanians shouldn't be dragged into, yeah, into what, any of this. Like the, yeah, the, the dra- Dracula, werewolves, uh, the gypsies, which are not like the majority of Romanian people. They've given the whole place a bad name. The Romanian soccer hooligans. Yeah, they have some hooligans, do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, this isn't a Romania problem at all. <laughs> no, this, is no. it, this, is it, this is it. This is probably... I'm going to say it. This is say a, America. Yeah. Is well, it it's an American and a Middle Eastern problem. This is not... I don't think all those views are coming from um, countries like Romania and, you know, Sweden. Maybe just Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania would have would be on having a few viewers there. Um. Mate, what else has been happening? Well, what about that Magic Millions on the weekend? Oh my god! What the fuck was that? What a joke! And we know Gold Coast is a shocking track for holding water. Yeah, but as me, we were speaking about like in our thread, there wasn't that much rain. You know, there was it was sprinkling. No. Like, it rained a bit overnight. Yeah, sprinkling through the night. Through that morning, there was a bit of rain, but not heavy. Yeah, and it went from a... Remember, it was like a soft it six? Was, it was drizzling. Went, went straight to morning. a heavy ten. Yeah, because the... Apparently, someone ran over a sprinkler. Two, the, two sprinklers. The night before. Yeah, yeah. So, it was like the 300 metres... The start of the straight was just completely a bog. Yeah, one patch of it. Yeah, and I heard that um, a lot of the big jockeys... Like Craig Williams and J Mac were the ones saying they wanted to call it off. They're the ones pushing. Yeah, you said. I don't think I don't think it was the majority of jockeys. I think a lot of them wanted to ride, um, but they were like they wanted it called off, which is huge. And then they left it in the hands of the stewards. Yeah, yeah. And it must have been the track must have been pretty fucked. But For sure. I mean, that's a huge call to call off a, a day like that. But how big was that? Area that went, was it was it a, like a fifty meters? Was it? I thought they said three hundred to three fifty. Oh, yeah. You can see how that would that could affect. Yeah, as soon as they turn into the straight, yeah, it's probably a bad place to have it. But mm. but I don't know. It's kind of like um, especially for like horse welfare and that you know. Yeah, well, that's the big thing, right? You know, because they if they're hooking, which they would be coming into that straight. Yeah, around that corner, and they hit like that jockey and horse welfare hit that bog. Yeah, that's the main thing. 
But I don't know, man. It's probably better that it happened because even as a punter, you want that you want it run on a good track. You don't want it, you don't want that shit because it's just going to throw everything out. Oh, for sure. So it was probably probably a good thing. That's what's frustrating about Gold Coast, but the um, race track. Yeah, but the local jockeys ride it like when it's when it's a heavy ten all the time. Yeah, yeah all the time. But yeah, if yeah. that's good, it's got pushed to Thursday anyway. Now we've got something to uh, watch on Thursday. Should be good. Some huge races. Yeah. So there's going to have to be another, a whole other bloody Oracle report on this now. Yeah. Well, I obviously, I don't think it'll differ too much, but the races are all change. the races are all changed around, so the quaddy is going to be different. Anyways. Yeah, that's fucked that they changed the quaddy around. The legs, the legs are completely different. Yeah, because the Magic Millions is the first race or the third race. I think it's the third. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But um, I'm keen. Yeah, we still like, like, we like Scalopini, King of Sparta. Oh, yeah. I like F Troop in the last. What do you like in the Magic Millions? I don't know, mate. I was listening to... I kind of like that skirt, Colin. the law, that Tony Golan thing. That got backed into favourite briefly. I'm just getting it up now, actually. Because it's got, because it was in Skirt the Law's Barrier 4. And I think the way we, with, with that track wet, that wasn't going to... The inside barriers were going to be almost like unwinnable to jump from there. But uh, now it's going to be a good good deck. I, I like Skirt the Law, I reckon. But you're, geez, that you're not talking about the uh, two-year-old one, are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, with Empire, um, Empire of Japan. Japan and yeah, whatnot. yeah. Yeah, okay. I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of chances in that, though. Yeah, I really liked Platinum Jubilee. Yeah. I, I knew you said that as well. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those ones where you, I think you just got to punt lightly on that because it's just, it's just I reckon you could choose fo- like you'd have to choose five horses minimum in the early quaddy probably more yeah maybe eight yeah you want to go long in that leg but that's um see remember last year when Cool and Gutter went around uh like two dollar favorite Russian conquest had a way harder run and nearly got him yeah I mean it's a completely different race this year isn't it so mm. much more open. Like, that favourite Emperor of Japan is by no means a good thing. No, he's, he's drawn the car park. Oh, yeah. He's got one of the worst barriers. Yeah, I reckon the inside barriers are going to, like, once it, it turns into a good deck again, it's going to be the advantage. Especially when, I know you and Oracle spoke about it, um, with that, well, I feel like there's always a little bit of, like, a slight leader bias. I know that, like, some things might not back that up, but every time I've ever punted at Goldie, the ones that are on pace, maybe not leading, but the ones that are on pace. A, fa- a Gold Coast favourite on pace. Are generally the ones that come Pretty away. much. I reckon they win 80% of the time. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's like Toowoomba. Yeah. <laughs> Toowoomba. Yeah. But, but yeah, wasn't that it? Someone's losing their job, aren't they? I think so. I don't know. You'd <laughs> think so. That's a huge fuck up, running over a sprinkler. But like, did they not? did they just not notice it? They must not have noticed it. I thought the first thing they did in the morning was walk the tracks. Like... I thought that's like 100% what you do is they go walk maybe the they, tracks, inspect it. Maybe they noticed it then though. And they were like, we'll just, because they, what, they sent two races around. They just like, keep keep this quiet, Ducky. Yeah. Keep this very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A tractor's run over a couple of sprinklers. <laughs> Fucked up here, Doug, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. But Oracle was saying they're doing a refurb on that track because the drainage on it is shit. Yeah, how, oh, good, how did good you that did you hear him saying how they're going to do twilight race meetings there? Yes, holy shit! It's probably the best thing I've heard for a long time. It's the best news ever for Friday us. Friday night twilights. Yeah, on the Gold Coast. And and once that track's done, 
Um, How good's that for bucks parties and stuff though? Or just imagine Friday finishing work and you're like, I'm going to go to the track and have a few beers. Like, yeah, but the Gold Coast, the, yeah, Gold Coast bucks parties have just Gold Coast gone. bucks bucks parties have just gone up in stock. Oh god! Like they they were probably it was it was the capital of the bucks party in Australia already. <laughs> already. And now it's like, it was like Australia's Las Vegas. And now you're going to have Twilight Racing. Oh my God. God. What a destination. <laughs> Gotham, a, Gotham City. We've got to start pushing some of the guys to get married. You'll have to get married, Con, purely just so we can have a bus. I know. And then pull out. Just or anything, of, or just, just go a Twilight meeting. <laughs> well, you could, no. Well, just get married a few times yeah. so we can have multiple buses. Get the bucks out of the way and then decide what you want to do. I reckon. Yeah. God, that'll be good. Oh, it's fantastic news. We'll have to go to the inaugural one. The opening. Yeah. Actually, look. Might at the... have to come out of sobriety for it. Oh yeah, there'll be some lost souls there, won't there? Oh, there always that is. That new track is just going to be. It's just going to be the biggest soul catcher. And the best thing about the Gold Coast track is you can go there dressed as like uh in like sneakers. You can dress up as that you know classic racing punter like the lowy look with the tarot cash and the sneakers the white studded belt yeah you can do all that like gel your hair and just walk in there and you just fit straight in pull out your old white arnets yeah pop them on yeah you don't even yeah you don't even look like you're <laughs> playing a character pop out your rusty tie <laughs> rusty tie <laughs> <laughs> We also had um, a UFC, the first one of the year on the weekend, mm. which was pretty good. We had to watch Sean Strickland fight again because uh, who was the other bloke who pulled out? Gastelum pulled out. Mm. I think his tooth got knocked was, out. Was it his put, tooth? Yeah, and put through his lip in training. And he's always the one that like stands in. Yeah, he, well. Gastelum's like the one who's always ready on backup. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. Well, th- it would have been. A, I like I like Kevin Gastelum. Yeah, he's a, he's a lord. I always have like I know he went down after that easy fight a bit. Like had a bit of a rut, you know. Yeah, but he's just a bit of he's a. Ba- he's just a battle toad, you know. Like he. Yeah, he's a battle toad. He can he can take damage and. You've always got to be wary of the battle toad, though. I just loved how he versed Rob and Rob out wrestled him, and Gastelum's yeah. like, that's his that's his game is like he's a, meant to be this like epic. Well, they, they say that about him and they always have because like, like that's his base and his background. But when the fuck have you ever seen Kelvin Gastelum wrestle yeah. in the octagon? Stands Never. up. Like, nah. <laughs> but then when he did choose to do it with Rob, Rob, no, sorry, Rob shot for most of the takedowns and then handled him on the ground. Yeah, Rob pumped him. Rob's did, the best anti wrestler Till pump him is. too? Till, till like outpointed him. Remember that one? Like Till just sort of, yeah. st- it was Till's comeback from that. It was yeah, like what we thought was the resurgence, and he sort of stayed away. And Till had a few fights there where he um was out pointing. Yeah, he was just like that Wonder Boy one, the Gastelum one. Um, yeah, they were kind of like lackluster. Darren Till's in a weird place. Like I could tell on that last press conference of his when he fought that Drickus guy that he just his just heart just was not in it anymore. It wasn't the same Darren Till. Yeah, he's like, bro- it's like he's a bit broken. Eh? Yeah, he's had injuries. He left that camp that he was with the whole time. I'm pretty sure he's been hanging out with that with Cumshot Chamayev a fair bit. Yeah, and oh, which is meant, which is you'd think would be good for his, um, for his game. You know, hanging out with Cumshot and yeah. training with Cumshot because because yeah. his grappling was always his weakness. His like, shit, yeah, but 
It's he's still just faded. so weak. It's still so weak. Oh, it was, it's horrible. He's just faded, man. Like it's it's like it's it's a classic case of he he's just had injuries and got a bit of fame, and I think it's just like he, the fire just isn't there anymore, which but, is sad to see. But because when he like he he shot to like um the top pretty quickly, and then we watched that one together. Yeah. Um. When he lost to Tyron Woodley for the title, and then um. And then the next one where he came back in England and everyone was pumped like because they're like, here he is, the uh, resurgence. And then he just got knocked out cold by Mads Vidal. Yeah, that was And I think, I think that was what... Since then, I don't think his confidence has come back. Nah, that definitely not. He ca- oh, Actually, that fight he had with Whitaker was a really good fight after that. That was good, actually. That was a great fight. Um, and he looked like he still had it then, but yeah, I don't know. That just happens. He's a legend, though. Yeah, which is a shame. He'll always we, be one of my favourites. Absolutely favorite love Darren Till. Yeah, yeah. Big Darren Till fans. But, yeah, back to Strickland and uh, I- Imanov. Um, I thought Imanov would handle him, but uh, I just thought he was, like, you know, more skillful, possibly even more well-rounded. But yeah, more, like, he's got definitely more tools, you know? But Yeah, but didn't he look... Kind of shit. Like, he just, he just didn't... His punches, like, he just wasn't, like, sitting down on them. And he got frustrated. He yeah. Got, I reckon you could tell by round one, by the towards the end of round one, he was getting frustrated. Like, yeah. He was just landing... He landed shots in the first round, but there was nothing on the end of them. And, uh... But, yeah, that Strickland style is just so... Oh, it's so disgusting, man. I honestly don't... The only reason I, I watch it is to just watch him get knocked out. We've only got to see it once with Powhatan. And I, I just feel like if somebody's a good, like actually an elite striker, like I reckon like uh, Israel, Poetan, Whitaker, the three guys at the top of that division, they'd all smoke Strickland. Oh, smoke There's him. just such a gap in that division that you see between, like everybody below those three, there's a massive gap. Like it's like... And I just couldn't believe like um, there was no kicks thrown at Strickland at all, you know, really. A couple of like short ones that were going up the middle, but like... The leg was never attacked at all, you know? And even when he was getting frustrated, it's like, mate, chop his leg out. He's just hunting you down. Yeah, the calf and, kick would be. And Strickland just holds those dukes up and then just sways out of the way and puts his dukes further forward. So, like, when they throw, so, like, he's got that defense, which is, yeah. it's it was strange. It was, like, really effective on the weekend, but. It's, it's been effective. It was effective in his last fight, too. The way he blocks with his arms. Out front. Like, yeah, he pushes when they them punch, out he, like, throws his arms and his hands out to like get in the way of and the punch. And leans back, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of the punches hit his arms. It's so ugly. It's strange. But it's effective. It's like an old, it, it looks like an old school boxing, like, you know what I mean? Like that old school yeah. sort of. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And, I don't know. But but he also like, he, he just like jabs, like he just throws jabs and yeah. then follows it up with like a two occasionally. It's like, but he... And then he, like, wonders why he doesn't get, like, decisions and stuff like that. It's like, because you're just jabbing the whole time. Like, it's such a fucking horrible style. But I don't know. I reckon Cumshot, if he ends up in that middleweight division, which he will, he will clean out all those guys. Yeah. Like, I fully reckon he will. So I don't cum- think... Is he Cumshot even said, when they asked him about Whitaker? They, um, what did he say? He is like is the first time I have had, like haven't heard him speak shit about a fighter. Oh really? What did he say? He was like, "Oh, like I think Rob's a tougher fighter than a tougher fight for me than like Izzy or one of them." And he's like, "I'd actually love to train with Rob." 
Really? And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen him like humbly speak about someone. He's like, I got a lot of respect for Rob, a lot of respect for Rob. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, wow, really? Maybe just because he respects that Rob's a nice guy and not a wanker. And that, like, I think he just loves Rob's fighting style. Because any, like, um, Romero, world class wrestler, went up against Rob and Rob dismantled, yeah, dismantled him. Like, even when. Yeah. There was a Romero bit of wrestling. doesn't wrestle though. Yeah, but even when there was those clinch, sort of clinch things in it, Rob came yeah. off best in them. They were epic fights. I think Rob's the best, like anti wrestler. As far as he's not anti wrestler, but he's he's great um, against wrestlers because you think he can frustrate him, and he's got he's got all the defense perfectly set out for wrestlers. Yeah. And he's got that. He's super strong. Like I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He is he is good against wrestlers. He's a he just disarms yeah. them. Like they yeah. can't they can't get in on him and. He's got good defensive wrestling, and he can outstrike them. God, I love Rob. Yes, but I, just, I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he can beat Cumshot. I don't think he's fought anyone that can wrestle like him. Yeah, no, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Be interesting. I, I just want him to get out of that welterweight division and come up into middleweight. And just get another good guy in there, because, like I said, there's just that massive gap between the three guys at the top and everyone else. See, um, Burns, Gilberto Burns reckons. Um, if if Cumshot does go up, that um, and versus um, Pereira, Poltan, sorry, Poltan, that um, he's like mate, I rocked him, and if he cops one from Poltan, he's going out. But as yeah. soon as he gets hold of Poltan's legs, it's game over. I'm sure. If, yeah, I'm sure if anyone cops one from Poltan, they're going out. Clean left. But like Cumshot will just will just shoot on him like immediately, and there's no way Poltan stops it unless he caught him with a knee. That, that's the thing; he'd have be, to catch him on the way in. Yeah, and which like, is so hard against uh, like yeah, you know? that's such a low percentage shot. It's like yeah. Anyway, I hope we see that. I think he needs to get out of welterweight. He can't make the weight. Nah, and he looks so thin in that. It, it looks like he's nat- he's definitely got to go up for his natural, you know, yeah, natural weight. Yeah, but yeah, we got some good fights coming up this year. God. What about John Jones, uh, Cyril Garn? Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Isn't that huge? Yeah, it's, uh, I kind of wanted to see Jones and Garno more, and I reckon Jones had a would have been a way easier fight for him against Ngannou than Garn. I think Garn's just a bit of a harder fight because he's just like more a bit more of an athlete. He, could stay, he can stay away he a can, bit further. He might be able to avoid the takedowns a bit better, and you might say, oh... Look at it in Garno what he did to Garn and stuff, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like Garn's going to be with in Garno, you've you've got to worry about those massive shots. So then you're probably not thinking as much about him taking you down. Whereas with John Jones, we don't have to worry about those massive shots as much, nowhere near as much. And then nah. you're gonna he's going to be thinking that he's going to go for the takedown. So I just feel like it's a bit of a harder matchup for John. I don't even know. It's I would never, or I've never said before that I think anyone was going to beat John Jones. But because he's had so much time off, I just don't know if I'm going to go confidently into this saying no, he'll dismantle. Especially Gun. John Jones' last couple of fights. You know, with Razor, yeah. like, how they were like razor-wide decisions. Yeah, he looked like he'd be slowing down, hey. And then, I don't know, Garn is getting better every fight. Like, when he was against Ty, and they, they like squared up a couple of times, like as in where... Watching Garn before that, he'd go in and out, you know, in and out, bang, and then he's out of there really quickly. But he, like, squared off with Ty a few times when they f- threw a few, and I was watching, I'm like, man, Garn is so yeah. skilled. He's yeah, so he's skilled. So quick for a big bloke. And he started fighting at 23. Yeah. That is- hey, if anybody hasn't um, followed John Jones's career from the start, 
um, there's a there's a documentary on YouTube that goes through his whole career, and he started off as a wrestler, and then he had a kid, and then he needed to make money, so he started doing um, like local MMA fights and training MMA, and um, he was just like just rolling through those local scenes. I think he got to like nine and zero or something like that. And then he made his UFC debut like nine months after taking up MMA. And he was young. He was real young. He was like 20 fucking two or 21 or something like that. And he, and if you go through and like this doco on YouTube, it runs through all of his fights. And the first one was against this Goosemau guy. And it was just a fucking clinic. It, I remember I watched that live when it happened when I was, I think I was fucking like 20 or something. And, um, I was just like, holy shit. It was like witnessing, uh, yeah, the birth of, Prod- of the prodigy. greatest fighter ever. Which and it's like, just the, like, if you go back and watch him, you're just like, holy fuck, this guy's good. And he'd only been fighting MMA for nine months then. And then the way he, t- he just fucking took apart Stefan Bonner um, in, <sighs> in the second fight. Like that, and then you just watch it, like the progression of it and how quickly he did it and the way he does it. You got to go back through and just watch that. Definitely watch that doco because they chop it up so you can get through it pretty quick. It's fucking amazing. You see why people think he's the best to ever do it. It's just like it's so clear. And then, um, but yeah, like the last few fights he's slowed down and everything. It's um, And he's had how long off now? Two years? Fuck it. Maybe longer? Longer, I think. Three years? Dude, I reckon three years easy. That's but crazy. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a long time off. I actually really want to see him versus Stipe. Yeah, that'd be but good Stipe's too. Stipe's getting real old now, you know? Well, I think they're lining up Stipe to fight the winner of that fight though. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's what they're going to do. Because John Jones really wanted Stipe. He obviously super confident about it, you know? But yeah. I don't know. I, really, I love Stipe. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. Stipe doesn't get the respect he deserves, I reckon. No, well, he had it for a while and then he had those losses, uh, that Daniel Cormier, um, those fights and then... When Cormier got the better of him in a in a, well, he only Cormier only got the better of him in the first one, right? Um, either the first or second. It was the first one. Then did Cormier knock himself out when he? Remember when he um? Well, no, he, Stipe won the second one, and, yes, and, and then the, Stipe won the third too. Yeah, yeah, that which was, was that was which, a good trilogy. Which was um, his last fight, Cormier's last fight. That was good. That was epic. Um, DC had the eye poke. That's right. In in one of them, right? I think um, Ipokes happened in both. There was like yeah. controversial, or well, you know. That's a good trilogy. That's a real good trilogy. I could go back and watch that. Um, but yeah, and after, but yeah, and even. And then Stipe got way, wasted by Nganu. Yeah, but he beat him the first time yeah, too. Beat him like convincingly. But it's almost like after he got wasted that second time, it's like everything he'd put together before that it feels like it kind of went away and people forget about like how good he was. And, and um, he was calling for a rematch. Like he, like he, well, that apparently he was pushing for a rematch because he's like, let's do the third. And UFC were like, no. Nah. And he's like, well. Have a break. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I don't get the third shot. Like yeah. every other champion's got the third. Fuck, you know? that's wild. He wanted that again though after how that second one went. Mm. Oh. All right. We've actually got got a race on, so. We might just have to stop for a second and we'll call it. 
Uh, Alright, they're about a thousand metres out. We've got just a theory in the lead. Night Fox second, Miss Gatsby third, and Brilliant Melody fourth. They're bunched up. Uh, moving around the outside is Brilliant Melody, the uh, Ma Eustace trained uh, gelding. Uh, making an early race move. Uh, the pace is hot. Um, yeah, they're all running. Roll me away to the back of the field with uh, Con's Black Booker. Millennial girl. Millennial girl making a move around the outside. Now, she's a dog. They're all off the bit already heading into the 400. Um, you could throw a blanket over these. Joggy's starting to ride, looking like a monkey strapped to a greyhound down the outside here. That's the Ma Eustace thing. Millennial girl not moving. Uh, just a theory holding on. I don't know. Did we have that in the quaddy? Just a theory. Oh, he's going to be too good. Oh, millennial girl with a late charge. No, no, no. Did you we better, have that in the quaddy? You better believe we had that in the quaddy. Yes. <laughs> Four legs. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck yes. All right, so we're into the last leg of the quaddy. Uh, we're going to have to get some approximates up. Sorry about that, but we're done anyway. Um, have you got any final words, any parting words? No, nah, not really. I'm pretty just excited for the Magic Millions, really. But yeah. um, parting words are just, I love you, Dano. Yeah, we love you, Dano. And any of the, any of the Wakems that are listening... We just can't wait to have you back, mate. Yeah. There's something missing. Definitely. You all know it. We all know it. There was no bloody... What's he chatting? You know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there was just something missing on this podcast. It wasn't for... Yeah. We tried, but, you know, we probably just didn't hit the mark. We're going to go lose our souls a little bit. Yeah. We're going to go celebrate. We're going to go celebrate Corpse on his house. Catch up.